as most of some of you know, uh, when my daughter was 11, she received a diagnosis that uh, took us on a much different path in life than any of us thought we would go. And that's no big deal considering, you know, that's how life goes. <laughs> every single thing that happens, every event, every encounter, every mingling of souls, <laughs> every um, injury or trauma, whatever that might be, every beautiful moment, every meeting of someone in your life that's changed a thought or an idea or even um, the people that you hang out with every single day. So yeah, that's life. And I'm not, I'm not going to say that this diagnosis was no big deal in the way that it didn't, it wouldn't have been better for my daughter at the time or seemingly better if it hadn't happened at all. Like I don't, nobody wants their child to go through struggle. Yet at the same time through the whole journey um, and still now, I don't see her or myself as a victim. I see this whole thing is just part of our lives. And this poem that I am releasing on the podcast uh, today is a poem I wrote about that journey. And it's about the warrior mama, the mama bear, the, the fierce daughter, the child having to kind of navigate their way through something that really reminded or reminded her of her mortality or could possibly do that. Um, it's about how a mother and daughter were together, came apart and came back together again. And I'm really happy to share this with you today. I write my way through a lot of things that I'm puzzling out in my life. It helps me to make sense of them. Uh, if you want to know more of that, I guess you can look at my podcast where I talk about that, where I talk about writing as catharsis and as, um, you know, I guess finding patterns in the chaos. Uh, it's about voice and expression and emotion and insight and wisdom. And I love metaphor. <laughs> so I really hope that you enjoy this poem and um, I'll see you on the other side. Welcome to the Family Health Revolution podcast with Coach Carla Atherton, where she discovers, uncovers, explores, and reveals the secrets to true family health and wellness. Take one, recorded literally moments after the poem was birthed. Firsts for my first daughter. The river is flowing, flowing and growing. The river is flowing down to the sea. Mother, carry me your child, I will always be. Mother, carry me down to the sea. 
That photo of us the night of our first ballet, you in a red coat to match my lipstick, Christmas lights in the background from the neighbor's yards all around the park. Maybe Swan Lake was too much for a little girl because you got lost into sleepiness before the last act, after the performance walking slow and ready for bed, out in the fresh white snow so quiet in the dark city streets to the car. The story, oh the story, what was the story? My little girl, red lipstick, red coat with the fur collar, one of many firsts you and I shared. Another, hours on the riverbank, wild, dirty, no sense of time, passing, catching crayfish, water bugs, frogs with old nets we bought at the dollar store, needing nothing at all but the water, the sand, the sun, and the rocks you gathered and stuffed into your pockets, each one holding the miracles of 100 million years. Another, Cuddled, lying in my bed, blowing that single soft white feather into the air, taking turns, your sister, brother, you and I, laughing, the simplicity, the purity of that moment, how that single white feather embodied the gentleness and joy of us. Another, every morning opening the door, you, eight months living only in soft cotton sleepers, you didn't ever cry when you woke, but looked around waiting, trusting I would come. In those moments before you'd discover me watching, I'd taken everything about you, an infinite roundness circling around my heart, your eyes and face, that one big soft curl at the top of your head, your ears, how they poked out just a wee bit at the top, as if that impish nature of yours just couldn't be contained. And when you turned your precious head toward the doorway, your big brown eyes reflecting what you saw of me, you could not contain that expression of air, and your face turned bright, a light that spread like the waking of the sun, your arms pumped with wild with yearning for me to gather you up. An explosion of joy when your eyes found me. Another, in the books we read late into the night, we were brave like Liza Lou. We were so mad like Little Critter. We said, good night, good night, and found a mother for Choco. And I loved you forever. Singing just one more song as you boisterously joined in for, I've been working on the railroad. Or at Christmas, silent night, holy night, all is calm. All is bright, or oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. Or when I sent you all into sleep with Anikuni Shaunani, a song my own mother taught me that we didn't know where it came from or even what it meant, not that it matters. With every note, we felt the sorrow, the longing, and the yearning for the ones we love. Oh, but the best first, the best one. It took one whole Sunday from morning to eight for you to be born, to claim your place in the world, to brand my heart with the imprint of your tiny fingers. A calm, quiet day, no drama or rush or emergencies, just you and I, babe, in the hours before our official meeting, our first separation as independent bodies, separate people, and you were everything I had hoped for. Just as visiting hours ended, you began. 
your father declaring, it's a girl, and she became you, Olivia. Even your name turns the mouth into softness. Oh, Olivia, of the olive tree, of the tree of peace. Eight on a Sunday you were born, the number so perfect, the curves of a line looping over and over again, the sign of infinity when turned on its side. Not every first is beautiful. A week of making gallons of iced tea, thirst like you were lost in the desert, and when you said your eyes were funny, I pushed our way into the doctor's office, demanded tests, a bag full of fruit and vegetables at my feet to feed you once we drew your blood. Later, me in the entrance of a friend, gathering you three to leave, getting the call on my old flip phone, and the words of the doctor, the expected but unexpected diagnosis. Me, all business, moved right into, we got this. Your father cried in the small hospital kitchen while we made toast and asked me, why couldn't it have been me? I will never forget his blue eyes, pleading for an answer. And you, how you knew, how you said to me from your bed, so grown up, but just a little girl, I'm going to have this for the rest of my life. Your words, a statement rather than a question. And at first you still fit in the safe spaces in me, our common goal to heal you. But the years wore on us. You grew outside of what I could contain. This time a more violent birth. Your privacy violated boundaries you could not draw because this was life or death. Everyone watching, weighing your every single move as if every play you made in the game measured your worth, your character, your strength. Although you would not die today, you experienced so many smaller deaths. How it changed the landscape of us, stirred up the waters and turned our small pond that spun with life into the cold, black Atlantic. What's your sugar? What's your sugar? What's your sugar? Like a mantra or the inscription on a tombstone at the grave of our very first first the day you and i met the day we said it's you and me babe you and me taking on the world closeness turned to invasion every time i read your numbers an intimate intrusion like reading your diary and you wanted me out i didn't want to read your diary babe i just want you to stay alive do you not hope anymore? Are you disappointed, disillusioned? Do you think your mama didn't deliver when she promised to get you everything you needed, like happiness, like safety, like shelter from the pain? Gifts I had no right to promise because those were things I couldn't do for you? Since when did I become old and tired and obsolete? Since when did I embody everything you wanted to run from? The worry and desperation, fighting the wrong enemy, bodies lay strewn, fallen limbs at the base of the olive tree. How empty and lifeless that battlefield must be if a single smile from you can make every bone, every muscle, every ache and pain in my weary, worried body liquefy to sleep, seep into the parched, cracked earth, a perfect letting go. How a smile from you can push in an instant a single tear from my bloodshot eyes, the purest form of gratitude, a thank you, thank you for that sign that love still exists, that this atlas can put the world down for just a few minutes, a white flag in the form of blossoms drifting to land on the faces of the fallen. You don't know how much you are holding up until you can put it all down. 
Babies die when they aren't touched or loved, and so do mothers. My arms pump, hoping to be gathered up, and I try not to cry before the door opens. Sometimes I ask, how can you forget? How can you forget when those moments, those eternal moments, are all that I remember? Yet I am still here, could do all of those cliches for you, move a mountain, reach the stars. I could lift a car and throw it into the street if you were underneath. I call to you, cheer from the sidelines, an epic fight within the psyche, simultaneously hollowed out, yet rooted in stillness, waiting, watching you look around, because I know that it is your turn if you will take it. A postcard I bought from Africa, one copy for each of you, brilliant white and blue with three children in a single boat, brown arms up, 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 raising their catch to the sky. I left you once, but that was so I could go out and bring you back the wonders of the world. I left you once so you could learn how to fish. We've met Hades and sailed the hateful river Styx and tasted woe drinking at the river of Acheron. We dove deep into Cocytus laments and fiery Phlegathon. We even dipped into the Lethe, but never did forget. We've seen the other side of Nice. We've gotten to the place where everything is broken. We've finished the book and are writing the sequel. One touch and I am healed. One smile from you can mend a fractured heart. I fed you olives from my only uncracked plate. My heart walking around outside of me. My dear, you will not always like it, but your soul chose me for a mother and you and me... We are both good. For a few minutes, I dismiss you as I write, because your interest in talking to me will pass, and so will these words unless I catch them slippery as a fish in the sea, because maybe then we'll be able to see it, a spreading stain seeping through the paper, raw, wrapped up like the day's catch. My girl, lay down your arms so you can see that mine are open. Wade in because it's warm inside, and there is room for both of us. Navigate with the stars, they will always lead you home. You. To be your own fierce woman self does not depend on my death nor the death of us. My daughter, we will find ourselves and each other again and again, although this sea is swift and unfeeling. I am a lighthouse, and the rocks that threaten your return already in your pocket. Now you, you go in that strong wooden boat that your mama built from the fallen limbs just for this occasion. Cast far, sink deep, and bring me back the wonders of the world. All right, so that's it. That's the poem. Um, If you are one of those people who writes their way through things or is interested in doing that, interested in the possibility of healing, of um, strengthening, of connection, of communication, of 
um, reverence or recognition or ceremony involved in the practice of finding voice and writing. Check me out. <laughs> Check out Carla Atherton inspired.com and look for my current um, offerings of groups or specific programs in two categories. So I lead and I've been leading creative writing workshops for all ages since, well, since I was 20 years old, so 27 years ago. And um, I, so uh, one of the categories is Mountains Rise from Earthquakes um, with the Hero's Journey uh, theme built in. And another one is Your Inner Genius. It's a youth writing experience. So check that out. I have groups and perhaps even a more um, focused program available at this time of listening on CarlaAthertonInspired.com. This podcast is sponsored by the Healthy Family Formula, which essentially means that we share our information for free. For more support, community, audio coaching, full episodes, bi-monthly live Q&A, discounts on our group coaching programs, and more, become a patron of my work at www.patreon.com slash Carla Atherton. For more information about anything related to family health, do pick up my book, Family Health Revolution, and check out our newsletter, blog, individual and group coaching programs, and practitioner training program at Healthy Family Formula and CarlaAthertonInspired.com. Find us on Instagram at Coach Carla Atherton and on Clubhouse at Empowered Family. Please note that Family Health Revolution podcast is not a source for diagnosis or medical treatment, but is the opinion of the host. This podcast is intended to empower people with information so they can make the best health decisions for themselves. It is up to each person to listen to their inner wisdom, consider the information they deem to be accurate and applicable to their individual situation, and consult with their trusted healthcare providers if they so choose when making any decisions regarding their own health or the health of their loved ones. Each person's health is their own responsibility. Mm-hmm.